0: Hello and welcome to Super Rugby Round 4 Review, brought to you by Driving Mall. Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall, your best place for rugby predictions and opinion. And tonight, you have just, you know, have myself unfortunately talking, because unfortunately Steve can't make it this evening, um, so it's got myself and Shane. Shane, how are you doing, sir? Good, thanks, Paul. How are you? Not so bad at all, not so bad at all. Very busy, busy, busy. With all of this rugby that's on, not only do we have Super Rugby, we've got Six Nations, we've got... Uh, we had some Gallagher premiership at the weekend and also had some, um, oh, I've gone blank, What's still on Major League Rugby as well. So lots and lots of rugby um, going on. Good evening, Andre. Good to have you with us. Thanks for joining us. So it all kicked off. Um, actually, spoiler alert, even though you probably already know the results, seven home wins this weekend. I kn- The away team's just not travelling well this weekend, Shane.
1: Well, yeah. Uh... In South Africa and New Zealand, um, Paul, as we all know, home games and home wins are a, a very important part of um um getting that getting those points and getting up the ladder, aren't they?
0: They are. Um, I think this is the first round of of uh, of, of seven every single week home win. Um, I was six out of seven with my predictions. I didn't have faith in my blues. Uh, and uh, so unfortunately I uh, missed out on that one but um, yeah close but no cigar uh, this weekend so it kicked off with the hurricanes um hosting the um the highlanders um the lo- the the, the, land- the highlanders knocked on the the, the uh, one meter out um from their line which which allowed which so one minute, one meter out from uh the canes line and you think oh, okay the canes have held out but no they put up a scrum get pushed backwards. Idy Surveyor picks up and regoes, but gets tackled by um, Aaron Smith and uh, and doesn't make any ground at all. Gets turned over. And uh, the next ruck, Aaron Smith then manages to put the ball down as the ruck goes over um, the line. So, yeah, not a good start for the Canes. And uh, yeah, and perhaps something that we're going to talk about at the end about will be about their, about their forwards. Uh, one of those forwards, though, did hit a lovely line, uh, Mitchell, off... Um, TJ Perinara uh, and showed some good composure for a rookie to make sure he didn't try and go all the way, all the way himself and uh, gave it to La Mappe, who um, scored his first of two tries. Coles is, um, is 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 back and looking very good, but hands in the ruck allowed the the Highlanders to pull back three um, and and take the lead. But then on half time, um, just when you're thinking that the Highlanders are going to go with 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 the lead, they have a bit of a poor exit kick. Uh, which doesn't make touch, uh, and then in the resulting uh, run back or, or, or attack by the by the Canes, Barrett puts a cross field kick, La Mape picks it up out on the wing uh, and goes in for his second try. Uh, so that meant they led at the half-time um, 14-8, and it all got a bit scrappy and messy in the second half. Um, it, uh, with, the, with the Hurricanes actually getting through, having in, in that first half, the Highlands actually got through more, had more of the play and should have been leading at half-time, if we're going to be honest. But Hurricanes uh, in that second half, the Hurricanes started to have more of the play. Uh, and uh, But against the run of play, uh, Tomkinson uh, managed to intercept um, one of uh, a ball and uh, go over for the try. As I say, the Highlanders hadn't had much ball, but hey, they got the score and they got the lead. They then stretched that lead with a line-out more, um, but an offside penalty allowed the Hurricanes to pull things back um, with it, and it was it was all Highland, It was all highlanders during that second sort of set stretch of the uh, of the second half. But they didn't really get any points or anything from it. Um, a a, a line out mall was stopped, but Lamb went over in the corner to even things up. And then on 80 minutes, Idris Surveyor was the the man who caused the turnover that uh, allowed them to go down the field and get a penalty uh, and win the game on 80 minutes uh so a, uh, a a really tight one there for um uh, for, for the hurricanes
1: yeah a bit scrappy paul uh it was um Lamapi, um he's uh he's really developing pretty well five tries in the last two games got a double and um played played well with his explosive speed but it was a real gritty battle of two new zealand ford packs which it was really good to see the Hurricanes Ford step up. The Highlanders were really gritty as well. Um, I think the weather and the conditions probably paid their part in this game. Um, so we didn't see the highest scoring game of all, the, uh, but um, and the Hurricanes um, after the bell managed to get a penalty and put it over, and, and there you go. And and um, they start off Friday night with a win.
0: They do. It's kind of interesting that we didn't actually see Ari Savare for much of the game until coming. I mean, he started at eight, uh, but uh, it wasn't until they had substitutions and had taken the seven off and he moved into seven that he really started to have an impact on this game. Um, do you think that's uh, that's an experiment we'll we'll see that uh, that's failed and we won't see again, or do you think they're going to persist with trying to get Ardi at eight?
1: Well, the commentary team had said that, and I heard Nisbo, and and I think it was. It was Nisbo on commentary that night, um, and they said once he moved into seven, he looked like he was more in the comfort zone. Don't experiment with players that shouldn't be <laughs> shouldn't be at eight; they should be at seven. Note: Australian rugby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It is funny because myself uh, and Stephen had a chat on last Wednesday night on the All Blacks' edition and we're suggesting that maybe Ardy Surveyor was the uh, was the person that would replace Kieran Reed at eight for the All Blacks uh, after the after the Rugby World Cup, uh, but maybe maybe not after that performance. Um, another uh, um, Andre says uh, Highlanders are his surprise team so far. Didn't expect them to look that good with these players, and. Uh, they are a team that seems to be, that looks good when they've got the All Blacks playing, isn't it? When they've, the, but the depth I'm not sure is there for when we, we, we lose the Smiths, um, for example.
1: Well, Smith and Smith is um, the key, key run to that side, really. Um, and they do a lot of their attacking work. And um, yeah, depth is an issue, but let's not forget 2015. Um, where they took us all by surprise and won it and looked very comfortable in that final in the end. Um, I never discount the Highlanders on anything. I think that they're a gritty side. They fight for everything. Remembering New Zealand rugby depths of of their super rugby side compared to a lot of other sides like Australian rugby sides um, are still a lot better quality, so... Keep faith uh, in the Highlanders. Um, they'll be they'll be up there in the conference. They'll be right.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think There's a lot of uh, 2015 about this side, uh, which will be be interesting to see. We then popped over the Tasman for the Rebels versus the Brumbies. A well, or the rematch of Round One when the Rebels went to visit uh, the Brumbies. Uh, the um, Banks had already gone close um, with, with with one break before. Uh, the, there was a scrum, and uh, that lovely floated ball off the back of that scrum. Uh, to spate saw him go in in the corner. Uh, it was one of those ones where they had to go upstairs because hey, he got very, very close to that sideline, but just kept his uh, just kept his heel in. The uh, rebels came. Rebels were, were allowed to come back into it with a with a uh, um, with, with, with the penalty kick. Um, but after that, it was all Brumbies in that first half. Coleman's. Yellow card for offside um, on, on repeat infringements uh, as the as Brumbies the battered the line. It didn't help things. Um, it was now the first four to score four tries in four games for the Brumbies. Um, and that was obviously from a line-out mall. We then um, saw a penalty try after that for um, offside. Uh, um, the Ruck, uh, Sorry, from, from in at the side uh, at, a, at, a, at a line-out mall after that, um, when they already had one person in the bin which uh, kind of didn't help and so suddenly it's 3-19 um, at half time with two players in the bin into the second half though and the rebels down two players uh managed to get Corobetti um through get Coribetti in the in the corner uh fantastic power by him goes through three player three three or more players from that after a missed out pass from Cooper and you got to remember that's when they still had two players in the bin uh and suddenly they're back they're, they're back in this game uh, 8-19. Then off the back of a scrum, uh, there was a, an- another miss out pass uh, from Genia. So we had the, the scrum, uh, second phase off that scrum. So the, the forwards are all still uh, relatively locked in uh, and a big miss out pass from Genia puts Maddox in the corner. Um, and scrums were to become a big um, part of this because the Brumbies stretched their lead at that point um, with a, with a uh, again, a off the second phase of a scrum, but this time Samu picked it off the back, surged forward, uh, and uh, they just found, and they found Valentine to go crashing over to make it fifteen at twenty six. Um, but then a uh, Genia tap and go um, after after a scrum penalty saw him dive under the sticks, and as you can see, scrums became a big part of this game. In the first half, the Brumbies were all on top there, but somehow. The referee decided, oh, Genia, a lot of talks about Genia getting in the referee's head and managing to persuade him that actually the Rebels were on top in the second half. Um, and then a, uh, a Maddox went in the corner uh, to, to, to seal this game, 29-26, with a long-floated missed pass from Cooper. So, yeah, a lot of this was off the back of that uh, that, that key duo of Genia and Cooper um, with their long-floating long, long floating passes or, or with their missed passes uh, and, uh, and, and quick thinking. Um, but uh, did did Gennie manage to get into the referee's head do you think with that one <laughs> uh,
1: I think he got into his players heads um, after an outburst late in the first half um, I think there was some choice choice words to be said there um, look the, the Rebels were like the Beagle boys trying to get Scrooge McDuck's loot um <laughs> <laughs> they, their real discipline um, got them some really bad attention by the referee in the first half, and hence the cards came out. And um, Nothing like a good driving maul um, to see a penalty try at the end of that first half from some really good Brumbies rugby that we've come to know and, and love in Australia. But it was the complete opposite in the second half. Genia and Cooper took control of the game and They were magnificent Um, Wilgenia was actually given a 9.5 out of 10 rating By um, rugby.com.au for his performance in that game Now I thought it was I thought it was 0.5 higher than that He really (laughs) he really was outstanding he led led by example and 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 that is what we want to see um now the quick tap off the scrum that is typical Genia showing his class showing his cheek knowing the rules and um when the rebels got onto their roll on they really did deserve to win it in the end and in the in the the other side of things the Brumbies discipline started to fall off a little bit and um when Pocock left the field with about 15 to play with the with a calf problem, I think, you know, the the breakdowns weren't as effective either. And and you know what? Well done, the Rebels. Uh, a lot reminds me of the old Queensland Reds from 2011 with this side.
0: And yeah, Alex says that yeah, Genia and Cooper um, know each other very well, and they do know each other very well, as you say, from those Reds days. Uh, and it's not surprising that that we're seeing a lot of the, a lot of the similarities there with that team. And you got to remember that that team did also win a uh, um, the, the Super Rugby. Uh, so yeah, a couple of teams that won it in the recent past. Um, perhaps uh, re, uh, bringing back those days with the Reds and also the Highlanders.
1: Great memories. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, then we had the early game on Saturday. Um, which is the uh, crusade? Which was the Crusaders versus uh, the Chiefs, uh, and the Chiefs coming into this off the back of three losses, um, the Crusaders coming in off the back of three wins, uh, and that was to continue. And uh, the Chiefs didn't help themselves, knocking off um, by, um, uh, by by kicking the ball ball a lot during, uh, in this game, uh, and they lacked a lot of the ball because of that. Uh, Crossfield kick early on um, to Harris and uh, Reese intercepted it, which which didn't help them. Uh, Enor then was, uh, at, Enor, Enor got the first points off the uh, off a Goodhue um, offload out wide, and that's becoming a feature of this Crusaders side. Is some of those offloads by those wide players? Uh, Goodhue has been uh, doing, doing that last week as well. Uh, so yeah, he, that's clearly part of his repertoire now. Chiefs were getting in the stride of things and then uh, trying to play out their own half this time, but then they, uh, 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 Dane McKenzie tried to pass over the head of. Uh, of Seviery Rees, who isn't the tallest player, but on debut, um, he managed to reach over his head, catch it and intercept and go and, tr- and, uh, and th- that led to a try. Um, the Chiefs had a try disallowed for forward pass, uh, which didn't help. Uh, and uh, we just saw the, um, the, the... But after that, we had um, a well-worked try by Anton Brown. Uh, uh, well, that, sorry, that was the, the one that was by Ancelinette Brown. Um, this was just loud, but uh, what we saw with him that we didn't see with Damian McKenzie was it was a calmness to spot. There was a player in the way, hold on to it, run forward, wait until the the pass was on, and then pass it. Uh, and Santi and Brown really showed showed that there. Poor discipline from the from the Crusaders during this game, and they gave up more penalties, but they still came away with a comfortable win. Um, allowed the uh, allowed a couple of scrums, and Co came off the back of that to bash through uh, using his. Sort of dummy offloads to uh, to keep some defenders thinking, um, and that uh, saw him um, go go over. Fortunately, that was as good as it got really in that first half, because the uh, we, we then saw um, the coming off the off, off the back of a scrum. They went wide, did the Crusaders came back to where the scrum was, uh, and the seven and eight really were not uh, connected in defence, and that poor defence for them has just left a, a, a gaping hole. Um, and they, and uh, Crusaders went straight through. Unforced errors were really killed the Chiefs um, as they were trying to chase the game. Macleayio had a great line um, off a ruck to go over, um, and uh, and then just before half time, the Crusaders had a turnover and with so many options uh, of, of players um, all running in. The Chiefs' defence had no hope, um, and it was thirty-three-seven, and the game was over by half time. Um, the into the second half, uh, and as uh, Crusaders do, they got the first points again. Um, again, lots and lots of players going all directions, uh, lots of options for the ball, for the for the pass, and we saw um, um going through a a, a big um, gap. Uh, the, the Chiefs did come back with a, with with a, uh, a, a, a try. Um, off the back of the cr- uh, off the scrum, out to um, Satoro, and he was in the corner. But hey, this was 50 minutes, uh, and this was already a consolation try. The uh, Crusaders wrapped it up with uh, Havili also playing the the offloading game to put Taylor uh, Cody Taylor in for a try on, on, on his on his first game of the season. They then had a, a line out with a bunch of offloads loads that led to a try, and then allowing up more that led to a try. Before we had a couple of consolation tries for the Chiefs from Debrasini. Uh, and another one that you had had some great hands to go over. So yeah, and this was just uh, Crusaders dominating um, and being basically in cruise mode for most of this game.
1: Well, I'll put it this way, Paul, um, former Wallaby Ben Darwin has a company called Gainline Analytics, and um, he would <laughs> he'd, I'd like to see his statistics on the Chiefs four, and then improving their their four. But um, also dramatically declining in there against because it's <laughs> um, something's going terribly wrong at the Chiefs. That was poor. Um, other than the last ten minutes where they started to turn it on a bit with um, with McKenzie moving back to fullback <laughs> where he should have been all along. Um, look,
0: yeah, I mean having Debra Senior there really did sort of seem to calm things down, didn't it?
1: Yeah. Uh, look, uh, he's he's improved his game a notch since he's left the Rebels, and I've got to say, the Crusaders just march on their merry way. Now, as a, as an Aussie, I've seen just how damaging this side can be over the years. They more this they more they scrum, they get their rucks right. Uh, they, they were a little bit ill-disciplined in this game. They conceded more penalties, as you mentioned, but even their defensive structure is next to spot on. So I, I, I gained nothing other than the fact that the Crusaders really look like not just um, championship contenders, but championship winners. And... Unless something dramatically goes wrong in Christchurch, um, with injuries or, you know, something like that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but we we yeah. we, we were listing. Uh, we we did we did a show uh, down uh, at some uh, at the Zone Sports Bar here for for this one, uh, and before the game, we were listing the players that were missing for the for the, for the Crusaders: Owen Franks, Matt Todd, Quentin Strange, who is the leading lineout. Um, uh, play at the moment: Mitchell Drummond, um, Whitelock, and Reed as uh, Owen George Bridge um, as well. So, yeah, just some, uh, just half a team of good players there um, being rested. Uh, so, yes, mm. plenty of. Uh, sorry, it's just uh, what I was doing there was just for those of you I was grabbing my pre-game notes, which I which which I had uh, had written up for this one.
1: Massive dip, massive dip.
0: Yep, absolutely. And-
1: that, mm-hmm. is, that is scary. If they are putting 57 points on the Chiefs with several players missing, including the New Zealand captain, imagine what they can do with those six or seven players back. I'm scared now. <laughs> I'm getting under the covers.
0: <laughs> and I think you talk about game line analytics uh, and um, Darwin's uh, thinking there. And he, he talks a lot about the connectivity. Of of teams, uh, and one of the things that we also noted was that the Crusaders only changed five players in their off season, whereas uh, the Chiefs replaced uh, had ten new players in the squad. Uh, and when you look at them, when you're losing players like Charlie Nartai, uh and um, Liam Messam, uh, then you're you're losing your leadership as well out of that team. So if you look at the Crusaders t- this team, the team, Samu went, but let's be honest, he, was, he wasn't even a first choice starter. For, for the Crusaders, so they didn't lose even those players that did they did did leave. I mean White White Crockett retired, but um, but the rest were, were not uh, were not leaders or part part of the leaders in the squad. So yeah, big difference in in the turnover uh, during the off season between those two between those two sides. Um, a team that did have a lot of turnover though was the also was the uh, the Suns or oh, the Sunwolves. Sorry. Um, But uh, they managed to uh, start this one, start the game against the Blues well with a very silly penalty by the Blues, uh, getting in front of the kicker, allowing them to give up three points. Then getting off, caught offside, um, and suddenly they're six points down. Uh, The Blues then got the bit of upper upper hand, forced a couple of penalties from the, or had a choice of which penalties to take from the Sunwolves to narrow the gap to um, to three six, and then the. uh, man of the or, or the or the well the the man who got all the points anyway um was uh, Rico Iwani in this one uh, Nani great break went very close um but uh, quick ball out wide to Rico um allowed him to basically walk in in the corner um the uh, the summons came back into it though with a nice interchange um in the 5 meter channel uh, 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 actually a new zealand uh try which is unsurprising considering how many new zealand Expats they've got in this side whilst the international whilst the Japanese international team are away training. Um, and uh, I think yeah, say great interchange down the, the five minute channel to go over to take the lead, take the lead back at 8 13. But uh, it wasn't to be. The uh, the, the, um, the blues went into half time 15 3 up off the back of the scrum and uh, Akira Iwani, uh attracted all the defenders. Um poor 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 defensive reads by the uh by the Sun Wars, to be honest which meant that he could pass it out wide to, the, um, to Rico Iwani to, to go and score. Uh, after the half, in the second half, it was um, pretty similar. Rico Iwani out wide on his own. Um, uh, the the ball goes wide uh, after a scrum and, and he walks for his third try. The uh, Sunwells then lost Mazirua um, the, for a deliberate knockdown. Uh, from being offside as the Blues were hammering away at the line. And again, uh, the ball makes its way out wide to Rico with some very quick hands from Nani, and he walks in for his fourth try. The Somers do manage to pull a try back to get it back to 25-20 by bashing over when they had a player missing for the yellow, but they then lost another player to, to, to a yellow card, um, Vela, for, 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 knocking down, for, for, again, for knocking the ball down as the Blues att- attacked the line. Uh, a penalty was enough. To, from that was enough to see the game home. So 28-20, and the one-man team, Rico Iwani Blues, went and uh, got the win.
1: Well, um, it was the Tonight Show with uh, with uh, Iwani. He was outstanding, four tries. <laughs> and um, what I was really impressed with, and I know it's a game against Sunwolves without disrespecting their quality, was the Blues finishes off the bench, finish the game off this time. And that is something that the Blues have lacked for a very long time. Um, and, you know, you celebrate your wins as much as you commiserate your losses. The Sun Wolves didn't do too much wrong in this game. They, they tried their guts out. Um, and it, But it is really positive for all the Blues fans to celebrate a victory no matter who they played. Um, And Wani was outstanding. Um, I thought Harry Plummer stood up. You know, it was... um, I'm not convinced with a Terry Black, but I thought Plummer played pretty well for the 65, 70 minutes he was on. And and then the Blues bench did their job, and their defence was outstanding. The Sunwolves played this quick game and this very fast game, and the Blues stood up to them, and their fitness levels matched the Sunwolves. So, can I say, Paul, there's a lot of positives for the Blues to take out of this one, and I hope the rest of the season is is a really good season as as best they can. So,
0: and Alex makes a good point here that uh, Sonny Bill Williams' leadership was key in this one. Um, I mean, when, when, when we and I was joking about this being a one a Rico winey side because, to be honest, uh, he was he was he kept his he kept his width, which is what a, a winger should do. Uh, and then he was given the ball and empty space in front of him to score for those four tries. I don't think I, um, I think maybe maybe a hand was put on him for one of those. Uh, so to be yeah, this was not a uh, Rico Iwani pulling miracles. Um, uh, this this was him at the end of moves where the Blues had made space out wide uh, for him to, uh, to 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 get those scores.
1: Um, but it was genuinely exciting to see him score those tries too. I felt. You know, yep. And,
0: uh, and uh, yeah. uh, it was kind of uh, uh, there was, I remember listening to the tab just before this game, saying that actually, you know, they they had a special on for both brothers to uh, to score tries. Now, unfortunately, Rico, uh, well, Akiri one he didn't get a try, but uh, Rico got four. And um, but I don't think that counts as uh, as both brothers scoring. Um, so yes, yeah, so they were doing a special, uh, a special on that one. The, that's, and that's an important win for the Blues because uh, that's their first win in the season uh, and with the Chiefs having not, now, not won yet, you could actually see that the, um, uh, the, that we could see the, uh, the, the Blues actually not finishing last in their conference the first time in. Well, as long as I can remember anyway. Um, probably going back well, to Pat Lamb.
1: Well done to Leon McDonald, his first win as a Super Rugby coach.
0: Absolutely. And then we went on to a, well, a classic derby game in uh, in Australia, isn't it? Um, between New South Wales uh, and uh, and Queensland. Um, these games aren't generally known for their high quality of rugby. Uh, they're quite often um, scraps um, or, or fight nights, as, <laughs> as Shane has called them in the past. Um, the Reds didn't get off to the best starts because Hegarty met, missed a kick um, from out in front. It was long, but he could kick long. His his kick was long enough, um, but it was uh, but it wasn't straight. We then had Bill going close um, for the for a try, uh, but uh, he didn't quite make it. Which and they came back for the penalty uh, to for Foley to knock over one, and uh, the at the restart the Reds came in at the side of a ruck and quickly it was six nil to um, uh, to the Waratahs. We then saw a yellow for uh, for, for, for Smith for stopping a, uh, a quickly uh, taken penalty. Um, and from soon after that, we saw the, the Waratahs do actually a pretty clever thing, to be fair to them. They don't have the the strongest pack, and so line out mauls are not going to be their strength. So they uh, faked the line out maul uh, and then crashed over underneath the posts to make it a 13 0. Um Kerevi showed his class by uh, with with a clever pick and go um, from the back of a ruck when there was still a man down um, to uh to to, to pull um, uh to pull one back to pull one back uh, but Foley kept on kicking um, and uh, put, made it sixteen seven uh, with the tiles the getting caught offline Karevi was also instrumental in the in the, in, in the, uh, the red second try um he was strong uh, in uh, uh, in contact when the, the ball had not, it looked like the move had broken down, um, but he kept his feet, got uh, sucked in the players, offloaded um, to Fial Sotir, uh, and he zoomed in for the try to make it 16, take only 16 12 at half time. When you think it was 13 uh, 0, that was actually a pretty good result for the Reds. Um, unfortunately for them, it all went a bit south after that, with the uh, Tars getting the first score of the. Um, uh, of the second half a really poor clearing kick um, to Curtly Beal uh, and then he attracted the defenders and put uh, Rona down the touchline and he did very well uh, to stay in field and to power past um, a couple of um, a couple of players Naivolu um, gave the reds some hope um, there was uh, it was a really messy ball uh, and then the ball was poked through and he he led the chase um, and um, put it down um, but Newsome, at pace, um, hit, uh, uh, hit, hit, hit a gap. Uh, and um, yeah, he just went straight through it uh, for, for a try to seal things up for the Waratahs. Um, the Reds had chances, but they really were not clinical enough um, in this game. And there was some pretty poor kicking at sticks um, as well, wasn't there, Shane?
1: Oh, I could name a thousand things that they didn't quite do right. Um, and conceding those two tries with really soft defense after half time was, um, was well, two of those thousand things. And you can't afford to do that, and you can't afford to do that next week in Tokyo. The Sunwolves will, will put you to rest very easily. Mm. Um, were they gutsy and gritty? Yeah. Um, I thought the Waratahs, though, they stepped up as they always do for this Derby um, fight night, um, you know, and it was really refreshing to see Bill being taken out of the 12 jumper and put in the 15. It was a lot of us have been mentioning, mentioning that. I know you have at times. I have at times. Um, Folau probably didn't do as much on at 14. Um, the Waratahs, obviously their forwards stepped up and, they got high quality with um, Pilot now back on the short-term loan for six weeks or so with the He, You know, when you can call up a Wallabies hooker with about 60 or 70 caps off your bench, you know that you've got a pretty handy, handy backup there. So, you know, all in all, it wasn't the greatest Waratahs performance in the world, but they will be buoyed by it, particularly against Queenslander. Uh, you know, they've got the win against the Sunwolves narrowly. They've got the win against the Reds. Their, start, their season has well and truly kick-started. The Reds have a lot of work to do. Um,
0: now, what's going on with the old, the old stadiums in Sydney? Because they're played at the SCG. Uh, cricket grounds are never a great place for watching rugby because you're so far away. And we've seen that also with the cake tin down in Wellington that you're quite a long way from the away from the pitch as well. Uh, but the SCG is a proper cricket pitch, whereas Wellington is just a, a one-day. It's not a test. It's not a full-size um, pitch. Uh, also, the turf was cutting up pretty badly. Uh, not a great. Uh, not a great venue.
1: Well, um, it's a big hotbed political issue in New South Wales with with the elections coming up in the state um, with with the stadium. So um, I can guarantee I don't think both sides were happy. To play on the iconic SCG, they might have, you know, in the 80s and, and, and 70s and when Australia had many of their great wins against the All Blacks. And, and But the turf, I think there was more gardening going on and you could have almost had a gardening show going on in the middle of this, this game with how much work had to be done. So, yeah, look, uh, the Waratahs say they are confident. Um, when they come back and play the Crusaders in a few weeks' time, that the pitch will be in better condition. So, we'll just have to wait and see. Same issue with, was with Melbourne a couple of years ago, where again, you could have had that gardening show on as well.
0: Yeah, but that was actually on a rectangle a rectangle pitch um, as well. But yeah, that was yeah, just too sandy uh, under uh, under the base. So yeah, let's hope they get that sorted because yeah, it's not the uh, it's not the best uh, the best look. I would have
1: to... volunteered a few shirts by the way if it was that sandy as well <laughs> we had a beach party
0: <laughs> but uh, well to be fair it was good to see the retro shirts from both sides uh, that was Absolutely. Uh, that was the best part of the actual show uh, about the actual game um Lions an absolute um uh, uh, an absolute score fest uh here so basically uh, the, the 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 Lions won this one forty47 thirty nine against the um the y- Yankee's having a really good game passing a thousand points I think it was um, or some or, or, or something like that uh, as, as, as well um, the uh, Alex as the great Alex the, the great Aussie gardening show um, the um, uh, and uh, yeah so they the uh, they, uh, yeah they had their locks running off Yankee's very well which got the first got the first try they did give a penalty um, but uh, they also, Racked up a couple more tries um, to take a nineteen-three lead. Uh, the um, we had Quagga Smith out wide, uh, uh, running running nicely um, to to get a score. Um, they did give up a, uh, um, a try to the riders from a great crossfield kick, uh, and they did pull back a lineout more, but at at half time, but it was twenty-six thirteen um, at that point. So with 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 the Lions in the lead, the Lions then really took the uh, Uh, took the game by the scruff of its neck with um, three tries in just over seven minutes during the second half. Um, They had the the scrummers going backwards, but they eventually managed to bash over uh, and retain the ball and bash over from that one. Um, They had a a kick that was partially charged down, um, which meant that all the the Lions players were were suddenly onside, um, rather than being being offsides, they could catch it uh, and break and score. Um, And then finally, uh, they were bashing away at the line um, and used a cross field kick themselves um, to score the third try to take a 47 13 lead. Tag UIs came back with a couple of line out more tries, um, but at the second one you could really see the players were not interested in defending it and just let it just, 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 um, just, just flop over. Um, and then two tries, one in 80 minutes and 82 minutes, make this score look something vaguely like respectable. But basically, this game was over um, well before the hour mark. Um, and. Uh, after a couple of disappointing performances by the Lions, they're yeah back to uh, uh, they're they're backfiring again.
1: Well, uh, firstly, I've got to say well done. They, they bounced back from a couple of losses in a row. Um, nice to be at home in the, in the Johannesburg environment, and they they ripped in and and had the game won pretty early. And the credit to the Hawaris, they didn't give up. They scored four late tries. And if they hadn't gone for a drop kick and kicked the ball properly, they would have probably got that bonus point as well for falling within seven points. Um, so I'll, I'll say this much. I'm still not convinced with the Lions yet. I just think that, you know, there's, there's question marks for me. I, I don't think they're quite the side of the last three years. I think the Hawaris, you know, again, the terrible run in South Africa continues. Um, they've got the Stormers next week, so it's no easier going to Cape Town for as many travelling sides would would tell you. Um, so, look, um it was good to see some attacking rugby, nonetheless, and some 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 really good um, good tries anyway. So, I think that's what we can take out of that one.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the Lions are definitely playing, uh, definitely blowing hot and cold um, this season. They're not the side, as you say, of a um, uh, of of a couple of years ago. And to finish things off, we had the Bulls versus the Sharks. Uh, now the Bulls in a rich vein of th- vein of form at the moment. Uh, and a lot of that's through um, Pollard, uh, and he w- he he was uh, punishing the um, Sharks' ill-discipline um, with, uh, uh, with with the boot. Uh, and the first half ended up being 19 nil, um, but um, the as I, but as I say, that was mainly from his boot. Uh, we had two two penalties, um, and then off the back of a scrum, they just put the ball through the hands of the Sharks' defence. Really was pretty woeful. I mean, how you can just I mean, there was no the players were running straight and hard, but they weren't doing anything. There wasn't anything special um, going on. So um, it is a uh, so that that led that put it out out to thirteen nil, and two more penalties um, at the scrum time where the you know where the Bulls dominated. let meant it was nineteen nil um, at half time. You're thinking that the Sharks really need to score first in the second half if they are going to. Um, uh, if, if they were going to challenge in this one and they did uh, the line out more disintegrated uh, they bashed they they, they, they broke free uh, and very nearly and I and, say and they scored Pollard though um was the uh, kept kept things going uh, he took it to the line uh, gave it to a lock into a space, into space um, uh, and then the uh, after he was brought down the ball was spun wide and hey and they went over and scored and uh, suddenly twenty four seven and yet it was all really over. Um, a high tackle allowed the Bulls to uh, um, get another penalty over um, and they, that, that was really quite desperate because the, the, um, the Bulls were um, getting their offloading, off, offloading game going, um, which when they do, they, they, they can be pretty dangerous. Um, the Sharks did did um, try and fight back. Uh, there was a lovely inside ball as a scrum half uh, sort of ran sideways to draw the defenders um, and we had a drop goal. <laughs> um, as, as well, um, which is um, uh, which was which, which which is nice to see. Uh, then there was a turnover ball out wide. Creel sucks in 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 uh, in, in, in the wide player, gives it to Speckman, and Speckman just zooms through uh, and puts it down. We've heard some comments during the week that uh, the Sharks are, are a bit upset over Robert Dupria heading to sales Sharks next year. Uh, yeah, perhaps things off the field aren't. Uh, as harmonious as you'd want them to be, uh, and that could be causing some problems on the pitch. Because again, the sharks are another side that, again, are not that look better on paper than they do actually on the pitch. Um, your thoughts for this one, Shane?
1: Well, I wrongfully went on Cornflake's um, preview show and said that this would be the game of the round, given <laughs> its its traditional history. Uh, sorry, Steve, um, but. Uh, I've got to really say here that um, Captain America would be very proud of the Bulls with that nice um, jumper they're wearing because they've been strong and resilient. Um, And and they played well and they are punishing the discipline. Um, And Roger Ramjet would be pretty happy with the speed of some of the... The Bulls' jets on the wings and the flanks there, they're, they are, they're playing some really good rugby. They are surprising a lot of people, but it's a good surprise to watch. The Sharks were poor. Um, it should have been a, a lot more than... Um, because they, they've got a good side, and I quite enjoy watching them play. Um, but um, this one at Pretoria... Big crowd at Pretoria. The Bulls started off as favourites, um, and they uh, well, they took the Sharks on a Pretorian mauling.
0: Well, yeah, being inland and away from the sea, the Sharks didn't like it. The uh, the Bulls, yep, you've got to say are are looking at the pick of the uh, South African teams at the moment, and it's going to be interesting to see how far um, uh, they can uh, they can go. Um, Thomas says apparently they've uh, won. Every um, whenever they've worn that jersey um, and lost when they didn't, so uh, they're going to win all their derbies then, and they're going to lose all their other games because uh, they were only only wearing these uh, Marvel jerseys for the South African derbies. I did as as a side note, I thought that either the Australian or the New Zealand conference should have DC comic um, superhero t- jerseys uh, as a uh, uh, so one 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 conference having Marvel, one conference having DC. But there you go. Maybe uh, maybe I was over- overthinking XD. too too um, too nerdy about my comics. But thank you very much for joining me, Shane. Um, we'll you. be back next week as uh, as usual. Hopefully, Shane will, uh, hopefully Steve will be able to join us um, as well. I'll be back tomorrow night at 8pm with the Hash Rugby Chat with Arshwin and Stephen. And then back on Wednesday night at 8pm with the All Blacks edition. Um, I think it'll probably just be Arshwin and I for that one. And then Thursday we will have the preview um, show as well. So thank you very much for joining us, everybody. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, there's you on the recording. It'll be a, a bit up, up there down there will be a button for my Patreon page, and then over there will be two videos that the artificial intelligence here at YouTube say you'll absolutely adore. Thank you guys.